0: it's three o'clock we want that energy bar fixed or yep. grab a latte right or
1: yeah or it's just the it's getting towards the end of the day and i'm just done i'm done and i just need something to pick me up
0: yeah the 100 calorie pack has become super popular right yeah
1: there it is 100 calories
0: and we do that because we have this gap often between lunch and dinner and so we just grab something so that we don't you know, quote, unquote, make mistakes uh, by dinner time. but we want to talk about that. Let's unpack this together.
1: Yeah, I'm Debbie, by the way.
0: And I'm Wendy. (laughs) And we are health and wellness coaches. We're nourish coaches here in Red Bank, New Jersey. We're so glad
1: you've joined us. Yeah, so let's talk about snacking and grazing and five meals, six meals, whatever, whatever it is. Let's talk about what is that doing to us?
0: Yeah, we always are being asked how much do we eat, when do we eat, and that sort of thing. And the first thing we want to kick off and say is it depends. It depends on who you are, what your lifestyle is. It depends on your sleep the day before. It depends on what your activity level is. If you're an athlete, if you are training for a triathlon, or if you're training for an Ironman, or if you're a competitive swimmer or cyclist, This podcast may not be for you, though we want you to listen to it because when you're not in intense training, this applies to most of us.
1: Right. And if it doesn't apply to you, it probably applies to someone you love.
0: Absolutely. You know, as health and wellness coaches, we don't traditionally measure protein carbs and fats nope, for some or people calories. we do or, or count calories right That's for some right. people we get kickstarted that way because they just don't even know what the definition is not really sure what they're eating on their plate but so many people just grab food you know like the juice or the bar and don't really understand what they're eating right and when we're just grabbing something that has For example, a lot of sugar as a pick-me-up snack in the middle of the afternoon, we don't realize what it's doing to our blood sugar curve.
1: That's right. That's the other thing in these 100-calorie packs. 100 calories can be 100 calories of a lot of different things. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) Right. That doesn't mean that 100-calorie pack of something is going to bring you away from hunger. It might actually make you hungrier. You know?
0: Oh, that's the thing is that snacking might actually trigger more more calories throughout the day,
1: right? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And we
0: think that it's this stopgap.
1: You know, we think snacking is just going to be like this quick fix. The other thing, too, is that if we're eating real whole food meals, and I'm talking meals, not snacks. I'm talking about sitting down and having a meal, which has substantial amount of protein, substantial amount of carbohydrates and fat. And it's really satiates you and makes you, it, it makes you feel like, okay, I feel good. I, I'm done. It turns off all of our hunger hormones. It makes our blood sugar level off and it makes, it makes our body say, oh, okay, I had a meal, I'm done. And I'm going to now take care of all of that stuff. I'm going to start the, my whole digestion process, but I'm turning off that hunger hormone And that blood sugar is going to start to go down as soon as I burn all that sugar off, you know? So it's, it's a sort of a natural process of what our bodies are designed to do.
0: I find it fascinating too, when we learn about how taxing it is to actually do the digestion process. (laughs) Uh, We so often want to be doing so many different things while we're eating. And when we do that, it really confuses the digestive system. You know, and am I supposed to be running around or driving from here to here or, you know, having these stress responses and these um, difficult conversations or watching the news while I'm eating? Our digestive system goes all wonky and off on us because it really takes a lot of energy. It's very
1: taxing to our body. So we really need to have... Exactly. It does take, it takes a lot of energy. And it, and in some senses we could even say it exhausts our body. Um, and so think about that. If you're eating, if that happens three times a day, which is sort of a normal way, uh, normal way people eat, if, if they're eating well-balanced meals, um, if you're doing that four or five, six times a day, your body, you're really taxing your body. Yeah. But there's kind of three three things that we want to cover in this idea of why it's not a great idea to snack and graze is that it affects our blood sugar in a way that is not healthy. If we're eating too many meals a day or too many snacks, it halts fat burning and it creates a constant state of inflammation. So those three things, to me, that's enough. Okay, I'm not going to snack anymore. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening in each of those states too. And so... When I did this snack talking with our with my clients i I almost just concentrated on the blood sugar and the and the fat because that seemed to be enough and i didn 't even know about this inflammatory state until this recent research that we had done, which kind of really brings it home but can we go back to the fat burning and, and blood sugar situation first yeah
0: let 's unpack that blood sugar and the fat burning because there are so many people who don't really understand uh, how to get to fat fat burning, and they don't understand the
1: impact of a blood sugar roller coaster right so so when you take in food our body starts a digestive process right it starts it starts the whole process and it and it starts it first starts out burning carbohydrates and sugars that's that's what sugar is is a carbohydrate it first starts that and it also burn, burns protein and fat but if we never let it get to the fat because we keep eating and usually we're snacking and grazing on carbohydrate-rich food. We're never going to get to that point where the fat is getting burned. And, so- and not only yeah.
0: that, exactly right. But not only that, what does it do with those calories that it hasn't actually processed yet? Right. Because you're restarting the whole digestive process from the beginning. It just stores that excess calories as fat and then goes
1: back to the beginning. That's right. Yeah, because it's sort of like a reset. So it's like it's digesting, digesting, digesting. Oh, another meal reset, digesting, digesting. digesting. So it never finishes the process of burning fat. And if it never gets to that, it's going to, oh, got to put that over here on the side. We have excess over here. We'll get to that later. (laughs) But it never gets to it because you keep eating. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, you know,
0: I want to put a pause in this too. I I can't help it. You know, I want to ask the question, why are we snacking? Like, why are we putting food into our mouth in between meals? Maybe yeah. it's because the the previous meal wasn't, you know, satiating enough and we didn't plan. But so often we snack because we're upset. Yep. We're, we snack because we're bored, mm-hmm. or we're frustrated, or we have fear, or maybe we're just simply thirsty and don't realize it. And... You know, we snack instead, or it's just simply a habit that it's four o'clock and it's what we do. We grab a muffin every day at four o'clock. So, you know, there are multiple reasons that we actually go for snack foods. But anyway, that was a little sidebar. I just wanted to say it's, it's not, it's normal that we do it, but we're not saying it's okay.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's actually upsetting that it's normal because it's so normal and we want to get away from that. That's why we're here. That's why we're talking about it. Yeah. I mean, food is just everywhere
0: and we almost don't know what hunger is anymore.
1: Yeah. In fact, I've talked to some clients before and asked them that question. When's the last time you felt really hungry? And sometimes people sit there and think about it and think, wow, I really haven't been hungry in a long time. (laughs) So that's what happened. And besides the fat burning not happening, when when our body's res, resetting to start the digestive process over and over again, it's also uh, our body can't can't concentrate on anything else other than digesting because it's such a huge process that, so it's not going into other processes like repair and restore, you know. If we're so if you say that you're having pain or you have minor injuries that are causing stress to your body or pain or discomfort. Perhaps it's simply because you're not giving your body the chance to repair itself because you're, you're snacking and keeping your body in that constant fed state. That is so
0: interesting because so many of us have these underlying, you know, little pains or niggles or muscle soreness and tissue issues, you know, so many things. And if we took a step back, what would happen if we eliminated those triggers?
1: Right. Yeah. Yep. Good question. Very powerful. Yep. So, so that's the fat part. The blood sugar part is, you know, we talked about these snacks and grazing and everything is usually being carbohydrate rich foods often and carbohydrates, which are sugar, they're filling your body. You're filling your, you with blood sugar and causing your insulin to release. Um, and so if your body is constantly releasing insulin to counteract the sugar in your blood, it's going to stay elevated. You know, it's, it's, it's going to stay elevated. It wants to make these nice little, I guess you'd say hills where when you eat, it goes up and then it comes down and then it goes up and it comes down. But if you're, if you're, if it's going up and you have a meal and then you snack, it never gets that nice dip down. And that constant state of blood sugar being elevated is called hypoglycemia mm, and
0: it's a slippery slope from that straight to diabetes
1: yeah and anybody who is a sugar type person knows that when you have sugar you crave sugar <laughs> it's a roller yeah. coaster it is a roller yeah. coaster yep
0: yeah and so we want to actually delineate with the 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 carbs and sugar i mean carbs are sugar sugar's carbs but then there are the carbs with lots of Uh, fiber in them. Oh, yeah. They're called vegetables, (laughs) right? So when we're talking about blood sugar spikes, we're really talking about processed sugars and bars and sugary drinks and ice um, cream. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Ice cream.
1: Right. We're we're talking about simple sugars is what we're talking about. If that's not enough that you're not burning fat and that you might be causing hypoglycemia, let's give them the, the biggest argument.
0: Yeah, this constant state of inflammation. When we're digesting, our body has a reaction. And because when we eat, our body's actually turning on an inflammatory state and it's an inflammatory reaction. And an inflammation to the body is not always a bad thing. But if we're constantly inflamed, if we're constantly triggering it and making it work so hard, we can't put energy into mood balance and hormone balance and, you know, energy balance and all these other mechanisms that our body needs to optimally perform throughout the day. Our bodies naturally has that inflammatory state. It's, it's activating a whole bunch of internal systems that go to break down food mm-hmm. and all that. It's for...
1: necessary. It's, it's necessary.
0: So right. it's, it's our normal human process. Right. But when we keep feeding it and keep feeding it and keep feeding it and we stay inflammatory state, that's where those triggers of pain come in and the triggers of hormone disruption and the mood issues and the different niggles in the body or the lack of release of fat.
1: I yeah, don't want it, to be in a constant state of inflammation. Right. And, and, that, and that's because our body metabolically, it has two different states. We have our fasted state when we're like, when we're sleeping, or in between meals where we're, we're not eating. And the post fed state, you should say, is what's going on in your body after you've eaten a meal. And that's like, we were saying that time is really a very active time in our body. Metabolically, it's, it's very active time. It takes a lot of energy. And, um, that's what triggers that our immune system, it it triggers our immune system to have this temporary inflammatory response, which it needs to notify the body to give us certain signals and hormones to help digest and put nutrients where they need to go in our body. (laughs) So So that's a normal state.
0: Yeah. So how long between meals? I mean, I've heard four hours, I've heard six hours and you know, it's somewhere in between there. Right. And it depends on what you've eaten and what you're fasted state of burning is really right is that really? is that what it is fasted state of burning
1: yeah but honestly really when you should eat next is when you're hungry
0: mm. <laughs> well and that goes back to the trigger of are you truly hungry or not and right. I, I think some of us don't even know but like you said we don't know what hunger truly
1: is in our body right you need yeah. to relearn that yeah we do so the idea is, you know, a lot of people eat because it's lunchtime, quote, or dinner time, and they don't pay attention to their body signals. And the idea is really get back into your body. When, we, when you wake up in the morning, you know, sometimes people aren't necessarily that hungry in the morning, especially if they're very sleepy people. But, you know, that's the one meal I say, maybe you can eat without being really, really hungry, especially if you have to go off to work. But- you know, try to pay attention to your hunger signals, making sure that it is hunger, not boredom, not stress, you know, not some kind of lacking of something. Really pay attention to where that hunger feels in your body and understand, wow, it has been four or five hours since I ate. I probably really am hungry. Right. I'd say probably for most of our our clients, most of our understanding and the people that we've worked with, if people are hungry in less than say, three or four hours, it's probably because they really didn't have a significant meal before that.
0: Yeah. Or the meal that they ate was in a a heightened stress state. And so all of their energy went to this managing stress instead of managing the digestive process. And they didn't
1: really fully absorb the nutrients anyway. So true. And, you know, what you're pointing out is how complicated it really is. It yeah. really is. It's not It's not just simply eat three meals a day, make sure they're whole foods and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are a lot, there's a lot
0: more in life. And life is full and life is constantly shifting and changing and going up and down and around and sideways and backwards and forwards. Yeah, it can be confusing. Um, yes. It can be confusing, but we, and, and we don't want to confuse it more. We want to get back to the basics of, Pay attention. How often are you eating throughout the day? How soon do you start? When do you end at the end of the day? Let's talk about eating late.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Eating
0: late. You're a late morning eater and then a late night eater that could be really setting yourself up for elevated cholesterol, glucose issues, and you know, the, the whole insulin resistance issues and, Set you up for eating more even the next day as well, more calories than you ever really need.
1: Exactly. And I, I think that's one of the biggest issues with a lot of people is eating when it's close to bedtime or even, you know, even I've even heard of some people waking up in the middle of the night and eating, you know, that's happened too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, our circadian rhythms work in a way that it expects to be fed at certain times during the day, and it, it expects not to be fed at other times. And our bodies are doing different things at different times of the day. In the evening, our body is starting to go into the rest, repair, restore mode.
0: And mm, So and,
1: critical for us. So critical for us, especially because we have so much stressors on our body. Not only mental stressors, but physical stressors. You know, we our, our lives, we need that rest. We need that restore. We need that repair. Our cells need repairing. And as we get older, we especially need those things. And so denying your body of that by throwing a meal in and making your body go back into the digestive mode, which it's not going to be very good at, at that time of night, because it's, 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 it's tired. <laughs> yeah. It's not even, even going to be efficient in digestion because it's, it's not metabolically. That's not a time that it's designed to be digesting. So really you're, you're such a disservice to your body to be eating late and to be eating very late is even more of a disservice to your body.
0: Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's, that's where you start. That's where you concentrate. So if any of this has felt like, okay, where do I start? Maybe yeah. that's where you start is just looking at the boundary you have of when you're having your last bit of food at night and we're talking about heavy meals late at night
1: yeah so and you know and that's the other thing that's why we that's why we do what we do because there's so many people who get so overwhelmed by this kind of information and don't know what to do and we are here to help we are here to support you and help you um, if you want to you know start changing some habits and getting closer to leading a healthier way of eating that's that's exactly what we do We would love for you to share our podcast. It helps us. It's spreading the word. It's spreading health, you know, and that's one of our missions is to make the world a healthier place.
0: Yeah. So please share and please comment. Also, find us on social media at Nourish Coaches and let us know what you're thinking about these podcasts and what you want to learn more of.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: Keep the conversation going at nourishcoaches.com. And stay tuned for more Nourish Noshes as we continue our quest to make the world a healthier place.